If we've told you once, we've told you a thousand times. When it comes to transfer pricing, documentation is everything. And this week, we're not only standing by that, we're piling on with some important country-specific updates about transfer pricing documentation requirements. Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of The Fiona Show, hot off the press, Cross-Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing in the News podcast, which countries are updating transfer pricing legislation, and are those country-by-country reports complying with BEPS Action 13's minimum standards? We've got the goods right here, hot off the press. But first, a message from my friends and yours at Cross-Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross-Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross-Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern-day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country-specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai slash tpu. If transfer pricing compliance in Thailand has been a bit of a gray area in the past, things should become clearer thanks to the Thai Revenue Department's transfer pricing guidance released on September 30th. The guidance effective for fiscal years beginning on or after January 1st, 2021 spells out requirements for the local file and also explains which companies qualify for a benchmarking study exemption. The Thai local file requirements adhere to the OECD guidelines, though in certain circumstances, the tax authority wants more details. For instance, the Thai tax authority wants to see how many employees work in the local entity, a value chain in the local file, also key suppliers, the relationship structure with shareholders, and the transfer pricing policy for the overall business, as well as for each transaction. General best transfer pricing practices apply here too. A robust functional analysis, financial information used in determining prices, and the transfer pricing method used for each transaction and why it was chosen. In terms of the benchmarking study, Thai Revenue expects a real analysis. Comparable uncontrolled transactions or independent companies with financial indicators, search methodologies, independent compensation ranges, and of course, include where your research stems from. Which companies are exempt from a benchmarking study? According to the new guidance, it's companies with income less than 500 million Thai baht, companies that don't participate in cross-border transfer pricing transactions, and if the company or the related party it's doing business with hasn't carried losses forward in the accounting period. The local file must be prepared in Thai, and if you submit it, be sure to get a receipt number from Thai Revenue or the submission will be considered incomplete. 
Hard to believe, but the last time Austria updated its transfer pricing guidelines was way back in 2010. That is, until last week, when the Austrian Ministry of Finance published new guidelines, effective immediately, to incorporate the OECD's BEPS initiative. A little late to the party, Austria, but better late than never. What do the new guidelines include? A lot. Here are just a few of the greatest hits. First, Austria has added guidance on the importance of economic circumstances and substance, like we said, a little late to the party. Economic substance must be delineated and profits must align with the value chain or transactions could be reclassified. While Austria still recognizes all OECD transfer pricing methods as well as others, the new guidance does clarify how to use the transactional net margin method and the profit split method appropriately. The Austrian tax authority allows for flexibility in terms of the interquartile range. Auditors will no longer automatically adjust to the median value if they determine the taxpayer's price is outside the interquartile range if the taxpayer proves more reliable than the median. Year-end adjustments have been clarified. They are only acceptable if terms have been agreed to beforehand. Austria has also updated guidelines on routine service transactions now in line with the EU Joint Transfer Pricing Forum report. Markups between 3% and 10% may be applied. Taking cues from the OECD's simplified approach, low-value adding services can be treated with straightforward markups of 5%. The changes to Austria's transfer pricing regime aren't exactly groundbreaking, but taxpayers with entities in Austria would be wise to reevaluate their transfer pricing policies and planning. Under BEPS Action 13, one of the key pieces of transfer pricing documentation is country-by-country -country reporting. The document in which companies meeting a certain threshold reveal a multinational group's most intimate details. Revenue earned, profits before income tax, income tax paid and accrued, capital, accumulated earnings, number of employees, and tangible assets. And of course, all of this information is listed in a country-by-country -country format. One of the CBCR's distinctions from other documentation is that tax authorities share these reports between administrations. But then you knew that. <laughs> Something you may not know, however, is that every year since 2017, a peer review takes place to find out how CBC reports align with the minimum standards of BEPS Action 13. Here's what their report revealed in 2021. More than 100 jurisdictions require M&E groups with consolidated revenue of 750 million euros to file a CBCR. And most jurisdictions are consistent with BEPS Action 13 minimum standards. Those in the inclusive framework who haven't introduced CBCR legislation yet are laying the groundwork to do so. More than 3,000 bilateral agreements for exchanging the reports are already in place. Judging by this, most countries seem committed to tax transparency and are using the CBCR to achieve it. Look for the next peer review in the third quarter of 2022. Feeling the runner's high of a quick jog through the headlines? Well, then you're going to love the other shows in Cross-Border Solutions Tax Podcast Suite. That's the Fiona Show R&D Tax Credit and the Fiona Show Transfer Pricing. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Fiona Show hot off the press, and we'll keep you up to date on the latest regulation changes in the jurisdictions that matter to you the most. My name is Matthew DeMello, and they let me host 
edit and engineer this podcast. Mary Lynn Mitchum-Strom is our executive producer and wrote today's script. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you next week.